Well, tomorrow's the day, as you can again follow the antics of the WABX softballers. Supposedly our last game of the season. I don't know if our one rain out is going to be made up or not. I have to find out. After a while, you know, it gets through the middle of the season. You start to say, uh, here we go again. i got to get up and run, run over to Rouge Park. But by this time of the year, you realize a lot of people haven't even had a chance to play softball. So I'm grateful for the opportunity we've had to play all, all year long. Thanks that the league is there and to Sugar Schwartz, who formed it and is the commissioner. Whether we'll have it next year or not, I don't know. But it has been fun. Even though we lose most of the time, you know, it's fun to get out and play. Anyway, tomorrow's the last game. We're playing league leaders. DMA has been dominating the league for the last few years. And uh, the field, anyway, located at Joy Road and Trinity, Rouge Park. The game time tomorrow is the early game. I think it's 6-10, the 6-10 game tomorrow. Then you can tune in Thursday and hear our AB excuse again for booting another game. Here's Mink DeVille on ABX. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Radio Days, a podcast radio program that delves into the world of terrestrial radio. It's DJs and on-air personality and you. All fans of radio as a medium. Here's your host, Ron. Hello and welcome to Radio Days, the podcast. Today's show is produced by Ron Robinson Studios. If you need professional marketing videos, professional photography, maybe you need drone video from a licensed drone photographer, head over to ronrobinsonstudios.com. Also, if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, I highly recommend Buzzsprout, detailed analytics. You also get tools to promote your episodes and much, much more. And if you follow the link in the show notes, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan today. Plus, the best part is it helps support the show. Hey, before we welcome uh, uh, Dennis Frawley back up here, our documentary about the history of terrestrial radio, Radio Days 101 Years of Radio. Uh, expect that later this year. Also, if you'd like to help and become a producer of this movie, become a Patreon. Uh, click the heart at the top of the page. Every little bit helps, so thank you. Uh, now, Dennis, getting back, to, getting back to your time with WABX, um, we talked about how you guys were free to play mostly what you wanted, play you know whatever you wanted on the air, but were there records that you played that maybe you didn't care for? I remember doing, having to play it Come Fail Away a lot. I hated that. Uh, I like the, they had a couple of rockers though that I like to play. I was mostly would rather play rock. They sure loved the the Brits in Detroit. They, yeah, they, they came in every day. The, the, the British dandies, the pop pops. Yeah. Well, more more, more of the they were more in the sixties where they had those little buffooning ballooning shirts coming out of there. Yeah, remember the mid sixties? All the bands dressed alike. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, that was strange. <laughs> Sometimes they had the same suit on. I mean, the Beatles too. You know, all, they all did. Yeah, especially when they yeah, came they, out, they all had the bull haircuts. Who else were you listening to at that time? I didn't know all the Yardbird songs. I didn't know they did Mose Allison songs like "I'm Not Talking." <laughs> right. I, mean, I put the Beatles down and find a lot of stuff I didn't know. The Yardbirds seemed to be so important somehow. Only basically because they had Jeff Beck and Eric Clapton and, and Zeppelin guitarists too. I remember Jimmy Page calling me up at eight at uh, East Village Other, and, uh, and I happened to be in the office at one time. Uh, Jimmy Page wants to talk to you as a publicist. Says, wow. You know, I'm going to start new Yardbirds. He's saying we're going to have a Mellotron. <laughs> I used to get wow. Mellotron. You know, they're going to be like King Crimson and the, and the Moody Blues. <laughs> Uh, it didn't turn out that way, fortunately, for for them and for all of us. They didn't have to hear too much more of the Moody Blues and King Crimson. Well, they liked King Crimson, though. I used to have to play all that stuff. 
I'm not, I wasn't really big on yes and King Crimson Star Castle like that. Emerson Lake and Palmer. And before that, it was the Nice, right? And the things like that. I was more into classic, you know, Eric Clapton. I like Cream. Who I went and saw the Who and Cream and all those bands in New York. They all played at a Murray the K thing. They did like three songs each. They would go all around the clock like that. The headliner was Wilson Pickett. But I, uh, I used to see a lot. I, but I liked Cream. I had all bought the Cream albums. I didn't buy the Who. I bought all the psychedelic, all the, all the California stuff back then. I like the birds, of course. So yeah. some, some of the names you worked with or got to know, uh, Dennis, I'm going to throw out some names and you throw out whatever comes to mind. All right? I know them all. Here we go. Jerry Lubin. Yeah, Lubin was there when I got there. Yeah, and I know Lubin well. I talked to him not too long ago. I kind of just said, told him, I love you, Jerry. And I you know, cause I thought I might not uh, talk to him again, which I haven't. You know, I didn't. Because they had moved him from wherever he uh, is in a condo. And then they moved him into some kind of place because they were taking, uh, they had people looking after him, kind of. So I don't know. I thought that was maybe a temporary thing, but I don't maybe, apparently not. I don't know exactly what it was. I think he was a little bit of dementia, but... What do you remember working with him? What do you remember about working with him? Same on years off here. You know, he was a good guy. I didn't usually... He worked... When I first came there, he worked uh, middays. Like, he worked middays a lot the time he was there. I think it was Carlisle in the afternoon. Then it was Larry Miller at night. And then it was Dixon across midnight. And then, uh, then I did the all-night show. Two to two to seven, one to seven, Sunday seven to midnight, maybe early seventy one, seventy or seventy or seventy one. He went to San Diego, and that didn't last long. And uh, then he came, and he was uh, he was working there with at WXYZ FM, where they had a guy named Brother Love. Brother Love. Brother Love. They had a guy that sounded brought back Brother Love. They they hired from uh, Ann Arbor radio station. His name was Art Penhollow. <laughs> Cicero Grimes. Alike. Cicero Grimes. Yeah. And then they uh, they had Lubin with there when they changed it from uh, uh, from uh, XYZ FM to Riff back in around that time seventy one. Yeah. And then Lubin later worked at W four and everything, and then he came back to ABX uh, in seventy seven, seventy eight, sometime in that era. He was there in the beginning, and then Carlisle came back later after he went went around, but he never got a, a, a prominent shift really after that on ABX. Yeah, that's that was my and, next name. Is as next name next person talk about Dan Carlisle? Yeah, Dan Carlisle. Yeah, from Michigan State. And I went up to Michigan State with uh, he and uh, another guy that he took us up to to see a football game with him. We saw. UCLA beat Michigan State. Duffy Doherty was coaching, and I remember that. And then uh, he was from there. So was that. so was uh, you know our salesman was uh, graduated Michigan State too. The, our eighth salesman, Richard Golden, Peter Werby, and, uh, Peter Werby. Oh yeah, yeah. Werby bailed me out of out of jail when I left the when I left the uh, confines of Translove Energy's White Panther headquarters. I, I, I needed. I couldn't be driving into the show. I was on my own now. The, the accountant for the uh, MC5 and for the, the state.
class engineering thing so that I could operate the you had to have that then a license, third class license. I had to go to school and take that or go study and take that. Which I got and then I was able to run because Rudnick was running it at first. So I anyway I got I started doing that then and uh and anyway I was I was drive, driving this guy's car, Bill Rowe was his name. It this little car. I was driving his car and I get stopped by the cops on Grand River, right in, right in heavy traffic, drive time. Cars everywhere. They ask me for my uh, driver's license. I give them, it's a Florida driver's license. It was for a burnout taillight. So we're, we're taking you in for, for a Florida license. My hair was a little long, I guess. I don't know. I had shaved my mustache and I go, geez. Rudnick used to say, yeah, you, know, you got you, know, you got to look a little more evil. So I through that for a while, but so I wasn't. I don't think I looked uh, that bad. But anyway, he throws they throw me in jail, and so. But I got a hold of Rose, so we got to the car with this, so they didn't tow the car away, and he got the car. So they throw me in. So I'm in there. I'm in with a guy that looked like uh, Sonny Liston. Yeah, Sonny Liston. He looked like Sonny Liston. So he looked like his eyes are all red around. But I'm in a holding cell with Sonny Liston. <laughs> I'm sure he was in for probably nothing but maybe being drunk or something. Who knows? But he was, it was just me and him in the holding cell. You always, if right you're now. in a jail cell, you should always be thinking the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I've been in a holding cell twice, and I said, well, I don't want to ever go to jail. I'm never <laughs> going to deal drugs. Because <laughs> I know if I ever did that, somebody's going to turn you in. They always do. <laughs> And uh we were bailed me out and I got I got I got a Michigan license and then I I got off, you know, but I they were gonna throw me in jail for nothing, you know. It's ridiculous. Karen Savelli. Uh, I knew I was wandering around, I don't know what I was doing wandering around Wayne State um one afternoon. I didn't have much else to do. And I ran across uh, this this girl and I got I met her. And she was just going to Wayne, I guess. But I've known her since then. I knew her a little bit. And I got her phone number, I remember. And I got married. And then I was driving around, and I heard somebody on W4, like Maggie May, like a lot. Yeah, she ended up on the radio. Yeah, she, I guess she studied it at Wayne. I think she was on the Wayne radio station and stuff. And she had a good voice. She was a, a little bit of a... a well, yeah. For me, as a kid, she was a, she was a rock. She was she was a, a chick who sounded hot, who loved rock and roll. So, what was the not to love about Karen Savelli? Sort of a groupie, you know. She's she's done well for herself as a DJ for sure. Oh, she's managed to maintain too. To maintain, uh, we used to say, uh, "I got an offer." She would say, "I got an offer for this uh, other station uh, somewhere." They want me to show, send them a tape. They want me to be more chatty. They want me to be more chatty. <laughs> I'm so good at being chatty, you know. <laughs> Up next on Radio Days, the podcast. Yeah, San Tony was, uh, he was just like, I think he did all nights and stuff, mostly. But uh, yeah, I became friends with him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I know I knew him well. Yeah, I, when I was uh, off the air, I, uh, I ran around to bars with him. I wanted to see some of the, I had nothing else to do. I wanted to see some of the, I knew my marriage was going bad. I wanted to see who was in the bars up and no, these bars I always advertise and never went to. I want to introduce you to Instacart Express, the products you love from your local stores, delivered right to your door in as fast as an hour. 
your groceries hand-selected by Instacart shoppers based on your preferences. They also pick the freshest produce and they're going to keep your eggs safe too. Instacart also highlights deals for you to help you save money. Just follow the link in the show notes and get free delivery on your first order over 35 bucks. Go check out Instacart today. Chuck Santoni. Just, Chuck, Chuck Santoni. Yeah, Santoni was, uh, he was just like, I think he did all nights and stuff mostly. But yeah, I became friends with him. I saw him down here once. He married a girl that, that at that time they were doing W4 Country in the Mornings or something, a duo. That that didn't work out because their ratings weren't high enough. And then he was back doing, yeah, but I, yeah, I know, I knew him well. Yeah, I, when I was uh, off the air, I, I, I ran around to bars with him. I wanted to see some of the, I had nothing else to do. I wanted to see some of the, I knew my marriage was going bad. I wanted to see who was in the bars out and, no, these bars I always advertised and never went to, so I went to them. His, his, son is, his son is like a huge deal in Disney right now. Well, really? Oh, I mean, his son is like is like a... Uh, a TV star. He's like, yeah, he's like a Disney star. Like, yeah, he's known all oh, over really? the country. Oh, really? Did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Oh, really? That's, that's interesting. That's, that's, uh, that's probably from that wife, maybe, too. I don't know. He was working at, I think it was Tech Hi-Fi or someplace. I bought a bunch of equipment from him that I... I've had down here. I still have it at my daughter's house. But his son's name is Joe Santoni. I just looked it up. Joe Santoni is oh, really? his son's name. Yeah, and he's uh, yeah, he's a big Disney star. He's, he's a he's a bass singer. He sings. Yeah, so good for for Chuck. Oh, but wait, wait a minute. Is he is he like in a on like a, one of the Disney uh, shows? I mean, I, I'm not sure. It. I don't. I because I don't know because I don't have the uh-huh. Disney Channel. I can't speak to I them. But I know he's Disney. a Disney. I know Disney as a as a company. They push him, and they. I think he tours around the country and sings and. I'll look him up. For, uh, his name is Joe Joe Santoni. Same same last name as Chuck. Last name is yeah. uh, la- last name. I want to throw at you, uh, which you can look you, uh, is Dave Dixon. Talk to me about Dave Dixon, would you? Yeah, I know Dixon quite a bit, quite well. Uh, up until the end, I I was talking to him. Uh, in fact, I got to know him. Well, I knew him well from the beginning, but I got to know him because he was down here in Florida. I used to see him in Florida when I come to visit my parents and stuff too. My wife and I. I saw him a lot when he was doing the all-night movies. In fact, I drove him out to be on Bill, uh, Bill, um, the guy that did the movies on Channel 51. Bill Kennedy was his name. Bill Kennedy, yeah. Now, uh, as you as you mentioned you earlier, you were at uh, WABX for 12 years. Talk about your departure from ABX. What, I don't think what, I was there the whole time. I was well, like 11 and a half. Well, when, uh, when and why did you, when, when and why did you leave uh, ABX? Oh, well, they fired me. I got I got some severance though. I was probably the only one that ever got severance there. <laughs> Did they give you a reason? Did they give you a reason of? Th- oh no, they they just said uh, they were trying to give. They tried they tried blaming it on they had a national PD, some kind of national PD. They were paying. He wants you out. They you know they like to blame somebody that's not there. No, I got I heard enough. Everybody told me Al Wilson wants to look out for Al. Every program director, music promoters. Um, salesman, everybody told me to look out for Al. I don't know what he was saying about me, but it wasn't good, you know. I always thought, I thought he was an okay, likable enough guy when I when he was just, when I knew him as a salesman. But he just didn't like. Sometimes <laughs> that happens in radio. Somebody doesn't like yeah. you for whatever reason, and then you you know your next thing you're knowing. Well, I think it was part of it because I was Dets' boy, you know. I was hired by Dets. I think I don't know. I don't know what else. Didn't like my my, my style, my way about me. <laughs> And that's the thing is that's what's so frustrating. Sometimes when you get let go from a job, which I always equate to being a, a manager in baseball, you know, just if you get fired, somebody else is going to hire you next week. But 
the thing about it is, is sometimes you go your whole career and, and more times than not, they're not going to tell you the real reason. So you never really know why someone let you're let go in some cases. And and this sounds like one of those cases. Well, I should have known because I've been, they've been bouncing me around, putting me on the, uh, midnight. Once they, uh, uh, Calvert told them that I, that I was going to, I had signed, signed on with DMA to be booked exclusively with DMA. I never signed anything with DMA. I told them if you want to book me someplace, I could use the money, you know. Um, they, they put me in, they talked to me and they talked to Calvert and they talked to, uh, Aaron Savelli. And Savelli says, okay, you can book me. We were booked doing something at Pontiac Silverdome together once. Um, and me, they, they booked me in with rockets once for five days at a bar. I said, I can't do this a couple of days at a time. I'm, I said, I'm not going to drink anything. It lasts for a, a few hours. <laughs> then I, I found out that I could, couldn't handle it all night, uh, five days in a row. Uh, plus, that, plus, I don't have any tits. So why is people coming to the CD and announce something? You know, you know, it's like, uh, you know, when they come to see you, uh, they always used to say, go introduce Ike and Tina Turner at the University of Detroit. That's what they I go there and, and they have a, like a James Brown kind of announcer of their own, you know. <laughs> Forget that. You're not going to introduce us. Uh, I was introducing Crosby and Nash too once. I was supposed to introduce you and Crosby says, they know who they came to see. <laughs> 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 Which is true. I was fine with that. I, I was, uh, I went to that place called the center stage introducing, um, Peter Tosh, the crown prince of reggae, you know, the, the Bush doctor, Peter Tosh, you know, introducing him. And I'm first, I'm supposed to do all the upcoming acts at the center stage. Just boo and boo and boo. And so I played for the boos. They were having a good time booing, you know. They were just a lot of Ann Arbor people that wanted nothing but reggae, you know. They didn't want to hear about Nic- Nicolette Larson coming to the center stage <laughs> or some other people like that that were coming in. That's where I saw the center stage. had a lot of people. That's where I saw the police. I saw. The first time they played, they played at this semi-gay bar. Did you know that they were going to be, I mean, the the police, I mean, you talk about another great three-piece band. I mean, did you know that they were going to be, did you know they were going to make it? I don't know. I liked them right away. You know, I liked Tom Petty right away, too. A lot of of places didn't play Tom Petty's first album. They thought it was a punk band. But uh, I liked American Girl, and I liked uh, that other, I always kind of liked Petty. Yeah, well, I've, I've heard him. I've I've heard a lot of different musicians refer to him as the greatest American history, the the greatest American songwriter in history. I don't know about that. There's a lot of good. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's just people forget how how big his catalog is. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Hank Williams has a big catalog too. <laughs> Who's that? That Hank Dylan. Williams guy? That Hank Williams guy? I think I heard of him. Yeah, yeah. You look at he's dead of an overdose at 29. Yeah. You look at all the wreck. All the, the original rock that. star story, right? But the story, the story is rock star. Yeah, it's it's very, you know, Jim Morrison. I used to see him all the time at this club as they played. People come in, he comes in early at the bar. You know, he wasn't the Lizard King, he was just talking to me, you know. I told him I was from Miami, he said he's the Lizard King. He lives in St. Petersburg, by the way, as a matter of fact. Wow. For a while. He said, it wasn't bad. I said, isn't that all old people? It was all old people to me in Miami. You know, the land of the, the newly wed and the nearly dead. Oxygen mask on every corner, you know, what they used to say about St. Pete. 
isn't the John Pablo Hotel in Saint Petersburg? That pink flamingo looking hotel? Oh, oh, the pink, oh, the pink, uh, the. I think that's called the, the John Pablo. Pink, isn't it? Pink Palace, yeah, that's here. It's yeah, I call the San Pablo. Yeah, well, no, that's the, uh, yeah, that's in uh, that movie. Have you ever seen that movie, uh, Once Upon a Time in America? That's they, they that's filmed. In yeah, America. I w- yeah, I was. There. I, that's when I first moved down here. I saw them filming that there. Part of it was You're filmed there. You're kidding me. Uh, Weld was in that. She was there, and oh, she I was smoking. Weld. Wasn't she smoking? <laughs> well, she was. You know, she was a bit older then. That was nineteen nineteen eighty one. You know. Dobie Gillis was in the 50s, wasn't it, or the early 60s? <laughs> <laughs> but she still looked good then, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's there. I, li- I live right down the street with the Powell brothers, the famous Powell brothers. Five brothers. They had the they had a, the motel on Treasure Island, and they had a, a, the last holdout of beach bum apartments, bum apartments on St. Pete Beach. Up next on Radio Days, the podcast. Talk to me about your OMC days. Yeah, I just did that. Um, because I couldn't get, I could, I could, I was supposed to hire me at W four, and they didn't. And Riff, I couldn't get in there. ABX, ABX. I'm just ABX, and that's it. Have you been thinking about starting a podcast? I highly recommend Buzzsprout. We use it here for this podcast, and could not be more happy with all the bells and whistles we have access to. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You also get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that can drop into other websites detailed analytics, tools to promote your episodes, and much more. Following the link in the show notes gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show. Go check out Buzzsprout today. I was working like minimum wage at 98 Rock, 95 YNF, and I was saying, this is kind of a dead end, I think. And then uh, then I worked at a, at a Magic, a Magic, that's when I said, I can't do this. I really like being a mechanic. Talk to me about your OMC. Uh, talk to me about your OMC days. Yeah, I just did that because um, I couldn't get. I could. I could, I was supposed to hire me at W four, and they didn't. And Riff, I couldn't get in there. ABX, ABX. I'm just ABX, and that's it to them. You know, I've got too much, too much ABX uh, on my on my forehead, I guess. And what did they mean but, by that? Just that you were freeform kind of DJ? Is that what they meant? Probably. Yeah, I wasn't what they what they know. <laughs> they know, they know, like like what the the, the program director OMC says. You got to make your voice go up and down and put a smile in it. Oh, you know, you don't sound oh, happy. That, yeah, the beginning. You don't of that. sound happy, huh? Oh man, <laughs> you, you you sound monotone. You know they, what they say. You got the pipes. You got the pipes. You just got to put a smile on your face, son. Yeah, you got to sound like me. You know. And, Metro, he was a nice guy. I'm not, you know, he called everybody. He called me Face all the time. Face. What's with the face? I called him. What do you? He called, instead of saying Dennis, he'd say Face. I asked somebody, "What's what's this? He calls him Face all the time." He says that to everybody. Finally, he he said to me, "Don't worry about that Face thing." I call my son that too. <laughs> you know, maybe you should change. Maybe you should not call. Yeah, people don't face. do that no more. You should take that out of your uh, take that good, out of your bag. Not a good line. As we, a good colloquialism. I want to ask you as we wrap, Dennis. What are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on the current state of terrestrial radio? FM, I guess. FM. I mean, AM still alive to a certain AM extent. Very well. I don't even think people listen to AM for sports much anymore, do they? Well, here in W, here in Detroit, you still have WWJ and WJR that compete. But other than that, even WXYZ yeah. isn't doing. Yeah, too like well. I think I was telling you the other day when you called. Yeah, I mean, the first thing I I 
a big deal to beat CK in the early 70s, you know, at night. I would beat them because I played, you know, the great oldies from the 50s and the 60s and rhythm, some rhythm and blues, and I rocked with, you know, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, and Seeger, and, uh, and all that stuff, Clapton and things like that. And uh, as I mixed, mixed it up, and I was able, able to beat them in Detroit, apparently. Because they would send their their DJ, for the night man would be would go to Cleveland because he was still number one in Cleveland. That's how big Big Eight was. You know, they were all over. Number one in Toledo, number one in Cleveland, number one in uh, Detroit there for a while, and Flint, places like that. I guess they were so big. But they had that that uh, you know they also had that problem. They were AM. They were uh, top forty was was going kind of out of style in a way. That's, uh, it never goes out of style. But I had to learn to talk up records where they had how many seconds. I used to do that on ABX, and they weren't, you weren't supposed to allow your voice to go over intros to music because you were ruining the whole uh, composition. But I would sometimes do that. I would break break the rules, all of, but I didn't. But I didn't uh, go all the way up to the vocal all the time like they do there. Um, some of these intros, they were playing this thing by Stevie Winwood on OMC. If you see a chance, take it. I think it goes. Yeah. It's like a minute and a half, minute and a half of intro with an organ. You know, yeah, I've, I've got a tape of myself doing a, a whole intro. Their idea of a promotion was having some of you running in the Boston Olympics for them. Huh. <laughs> we, we, they didn't have any promos. I think Mark Avery had a, a golf tournament or something. Dennis, uh, I, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. I, I, I thank you so much for coming on. All right, good. Good talking to you. And thank you, Dennis. The pleasure was all mine. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today for Radio Days, the podcast. And, of course, keep an eye out for Radio Days, the movie, coming later this year. Today's show is produced by Ron Robinson Studios. If you need professional marketing videos for your business or group, or maybe you need professional photography, Head over to ronrobinsonstudios.com. You also can get licensed drone service uh, by going to ronrobinsonstudios.com. Also, check out Instacart Express. Have you heard about this? The products that you love from your local stores, delivered right to your door in as fast as one hour. Your groceries will be hand-selected by Instacart shoppers based on your preferences. They also pick the freshest produce, and they're going to keep your eggs safe, too. Instacart also highlights deals for you to help you save money. Just follow the link in the show notes and get free delivery on your first order over 35 bucks. It's that simple. Hey, tune in next week for another episode of Radio Days, the podcast. Until then. There's some Chicago and Brothers Johnson, uh, Old Velvet Underground and Lou Reed. And there she comes now from a old album there, second with the band uh, Velvet Underground and Mink DeVille. New band. You remember they played at uh, My Fair Lady, one of the first bands to go in there when they Changed around a bit, and uh, a song called Cadillac Walk from Mink DeVille. You can't go! All the plants are gonna die!